the omnivore is going crazy. Once once I was on an open mic and I was just trying to pull more of that into the into the work. Right. And uh, I started, I love it. I used to be a anti-call and response. I used to be like, ah, forget that. When I'm on stage one day, I don't care about how the crowd feels. I'm just talking. Right. Come to find out that's good for no one. I don't enjoy it. They don't enjoy it. So anyways, I was thinking more about how to connect to the audience. And I started to rhyme with uh, even the vegans go ham. And like the whole place like cracks uh. up. <laughs> and it was like, it is legit the first time where like, I think that sort of, that I got feedback like instantaneously. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. And it was great. Hey man, when oh. you said that line, the vegans go ham, y'all. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the stickers, the ones mm-hmm. that stick. Uh, speaking of feedback, real quick, uh, speaking of open mic and rhymes and lyrics and things. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote a feed, I wrote feedback today to, to the poetry lounge here in Los Angeles. Um, because Did they I, respond? No, not yet. Not yet, and you know, I consider those folks family. It's all, and which is why I felt like I needed to explain my position on things, which is that um, I would like the management of the clock to go differently for the second half. So I show up for the second half because going to the first half is just—it's I don't have that kind of time. Word. It's great. Like if you are looking for like an evening out entertainment, check out dapoetrylounge.com. It's. It's good to know that the Poetry Lounge has been doing the same shit for the past... 19, like, year 19 I was about now. to say, been like... For me, like, the last time I went was, like, 12 years ago. Oh, word. So, yeah. It's been, been a long time. So. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's alive alive and thriving. All their social media is popping. Duh, Poetry Lounge. D-A, Poetry Lounge. Um, but, yeah, so I wrote them this feedback letter after having gone... Been going there three, four years now. Um, and I've been getting up on stage the past two or so. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there are just some things I... I felt like a change. I would just simplify the whole process for everyone, for them and for people trying to get on the list for the second half to read. Um, so yeah, I haven't heard, I had, and you know, it was, it was direct. It was long. It was about eight, nine pieces of feedback. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to leave any stones unturned. I, I didn't want to be incomplete or send it to him piecemeal. I understand. So, um, but that could also be my downfall sometimes. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll keep you all posted if I get any feedback on what I told them. Maybe next episode we'll dip into some of the, some of my gems. If you get feedback, <laughs> I'll be shocked. Well, I, I, I'm probably gonna just hit them, just chat with them this week. Like, hey, yeah, did you, you get might that email? have to do that one in person. Like, oh, I sent you an email. Yeah, do you guys want to talk it out? Did you want to back and forth real yeah. quick? Yeah, just Kamal, don't come back next week. <laughs> Thank you for your time. You you can keep your five dollars this week. <laughs> just don't come back. Just don't come back. And don't and don't talk about us, please. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. The poetry lounge. No, no slander in the poetry lounge. No, honestly. no. Yeah, if you're in LA or if you live here, if you're visiting and you care about words, poetry, singing, any of that, uh, you should definitely check it out. Tuesday nights, Fairfax. You can't just look it up. You can't miss it. Word. All right. So that's about feedback. Um, how was your week? We always talk about the week. How was the week? Um, last week. My week was all right, man. Um, I know you're a little stressed out. You're, you're planning planning for for some stuff coming up. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying that to. I'm get excited some, about. Thank you. I'm man. excited to even just stand around and look at God, it. Like, cool. stop it. You don't cut it out. Man. I don't know how any of this works. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get some things done. I'm trying to like um, been writing a whole lot, uh, planning out filming my first sketch. Um, basically, I filmed a sketch with my cousin actually a couple years ago, and it didn't turn out the way I wanted it was kind of like a test <clears throat> so um now I understand how to go about things I feel like I've acquired some uh some intel for the past couple of years oh yeah um 
Got to have that insight. Yeah, it takes time, right? To, yeah. To, to figure out exactly how something is going to, how you want to execute something. Right. Which is why you got to just do it at first and get it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> and then say, oh, this is how Denzel I can make this Denzel said that shit. You know what I mean? Just do it. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go out there and just do it. Every now and again. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I got this sketch coming up. I'm filming on the first and the second. It's called Damage Control. It's basically about... Um, uh, men and women and dealing with uh, the the BS that you have to deal with I should say in relationships in order for you to go out and have fun at night right okay Work. so I turned that into like a sports kind of thing it turned into like a competition kind of thing so there's commentators that are giving their insight on you know what these guys is, are doing now in a in, but not so it's there it's akin to mystery theater 3000 or science what's, what's that you know what i'm talking about kind i think i know what you're talking um, about where the guy and the robot sit and they talk yeah, about the movies like in front of the movie i know what you're talking about uh, mystery science Theater yes, 3000 Goodness, i do remember how that. did i slay that <laughs> i was like wait what yeah i do remember that and i remember you telling me about that as well <laughs> yeah um it's similar but it's it's kind of like it's just like um some you know the ESPN guys is giving their take on uh, sports pretty much, but like but life. on relation or on life and relationships. Yeah, but basically, yeah. Work. Like, oh, that's a vet move right there. <laughs> Good play by such and such. You know. Right. So I'm excited to get that done. I'm gonna edit it, all of that, and um, yeah, man. I'm nice. Yeah, Amir, uh, Amir is is pretty nice on the slice, slice, slice editing. Thank you. Definitely, because he, he does too. stuff that I don't like. I want to learn how to do that. But there are just other things that I'm doing, and I just can't do it. So I'm so glad that he's like, oh, "Y'all he do gonna it." Learn. He he's gonna like, learn. "You want to shoot a silly video series about jelly-filled donuts? Shh, let's do it. I'll edit it." I'm like, "Awesome, <laughs> cool." Because I was like, never gonna real. get that done. By the way, Gamal, <laughs> let's film some some funny clips about you eating jelly donuts, and I'll edit it. Let's do that. Let's get it done. Let's do it. Let's do that. Yes, I will. Photoshop the required things to send out inquiries to places. That's right. It is. And here's the thing. And I'll say this too. While we're here, I got to give props to my boy Gamal because he does pretty much everything. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Gamal. So I don't know, I don't know about that's 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 very kind of you to say. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. That's true. It's but the truth. I it's one hundred percent truth. It's um, a, but it's like everything we we do we, we do think we accomplish things together. These are factual. Right? It's about togetherness. That's how I'm always rapping That's about. That's right. Because I think it's real. Very true. As much as I think it's important to give your you know yourself individual credit for things, but you know also acknowledging when people help you or when you you know like that's Word. that's I how agree, we make referee. we uh, that's how we it's constructive interference. We can yeah. do more together. So. Absolutely. That's how was real. your week, man? Oh, it's good. And speaking of doing more together, the thing I really wanted to talk about, about how my week was. So a good, great thing on, on two levels for me. Um, I'm involved with this organization called Junior Achievement, which is a national organization and, of course, operating here in Southern California. And they had an event on Friday from like 9 to 2. So kind of an all-day-ish thing um, that they call Real Talk, which is a vision of, I, I wish I could remember the gentleman's name, um, who was used to be involved in the organization directly, uh, now works also around here in Los Angeles doing similar types of work. But um, he had this idea for this event where young, uh, where you know, male professionals would come in and sort of speak to 
um, to, to school age kids that, you know, mostly high school kids and just kind of give them some perspective on life and on work. Mm. Um, and so this is the second year that they've done it. It's called JA real talk. And Word. I was really, uh, glad to be a part of it. Dope. Um, so yeah, that was, that was definitely a highlight. It was great. Cause we were talking to them about networking. I feel like shit. What do you mean? I didn't give shit back to the community at all. Oh, see, but it's a process like anything. That's what I'm saying. It's a process. So like, I only even came into this just by starting to think about it. Like I had started, it was a friend, uh, my friend Slim is talking about, uh, how he was doing some volunteering with writing, uh, poetry stuff in jails. Oh, And I was like, that's what's up. Um, and so that just kind of got me thinking about how I've been wanting to do more volunteer work and that, oh, maybe I can use something I care about as a way to give back versus trying to go do something i don't know anything about right. and also have to get back yeah um, you you just one up me though you what's just that came like, so me how's your weekend I'm like, oh yeah man i'm doing something all about me oh yeah man nah. me 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 and me oh, i'm about me. to make it about me in a second though and i'm gonna edit <laughs> about ever. me you know what i'm saying and i'm like how's your week you're like i gave back to the kids <laughs> unlike no, yourself it, no no i mean it's it, it probably it, I, maybe it sounds like more than it is but all I can say is that there's there's a true like richness and value in like in the service thing and that's part of my message. It's like Word. it it kinda at first might seem like a like ah oh, something else I gotta do. But then like when you do it it's like I sometimes when you give like just a little bit of yourself to people that maybe don't know anything about what it is yeah. you know about, you see how much it means to them. Word. And then like you get a bunch back. It's mm-hmm. crazy, man. Like yeah, it it sounds like I don't know, some hippie stuff, but it's super true. Word. So and so the, the other cool thing is um, whenever people ask me about Amir, I always say like, well, I live in Santa Monica. Um, and so it's not the most diverse place on the planet. And so like I saw another black dude like in a park that I go to all the time. <laughs> and I was like, yo, a black dude. And um, I went over there You know, I had Leo with me. That's my dog. And, um, you know, we just started talking and like come, came to find out, you know, we have mutual interests, you know, all about all about that beat. that yeah. base. And um yeah, so it's cool. So for me, like you know, as a young, youngish, I'm 36, black guy here in in, uh, in Santa Monica in Los Angeles, I don't necessarily have a ton of black friends. So right, um, it's always cool to me, and I didn't grow up around a, a ton of black folks, <clears throat> but it's always cool to me to, you know, the more I can start to plug back into the community and find other like-minded individuals and i found a whole bunch of that at this event where a lot of the other uh the role models basically the adults Mm -hmm. were you know you know young executives um or doing a lot of charity work or doing a lot of fundraising and just really making giving back part of what their profession was and so i thought that was i found that just like encouraging because i want to do the same and just continue to be involved in events like that because it's it's no sweat off my back and i actually get quite a lot out of it in addition to giving back so that is what's up. I um I used to um mentor in this group called 100 Black Men and I specifically worked in this uh branch at USC with a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh called 100 Black Men of USC. And I remember when we used to mentor those kids, man, I was like this is so great, but I could not and it was so bad. And I felt bad cuz I was like I couldn't see myself like continuing to do this without like I don't know, things moving along. Like, I'd be that that mentor that'd be upset that we didn't get grants and right, stuff like right. that. You know what I mean? Like, Mr. Espy just ran out the building and quit. Like, I'd be furious. <laughs> like, things would have to progress for me. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I totally commend anybody that has the patience to deal with right. any kind of community, like, service uh, and when it comes to mentorship of any form. Yeah. So, kudos yeah. to Gamal. 
Well, thank you, thank you. It's it's been something I've been thinking about That's for a long get time. The soundboard, so I would have played all kinds of claps. Oh, <laughs> a couple Ken and Ryu Hadoukens. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All about the enhancements. Yeah, we will absolutely, we will find ways to add those things. I mean, yeah, we got really it. Up, up that production value. We We're, got we it. We are unconcerned. <laughs> so, no doubt. Um, let's see, what else, man? What else is what else is cracking? Any any good music this week? Well, you know what? This whole week, to, to keep it going, um, this whole week, I've really been listening to a lot of Earl Sweatshirt. And that is, he's uh, one of my future kids. Yes, yes. Um, and it's funny because it's like, um, he doesn't have a bunch of stuff. He has some stuff out there, but he doesn't have a whole, like, an extensive library. But um, I picked up some things from him, man. And it's like, he's a very lyrical dude. But he has, like, um, his style back when he was younger, he was very, like, barsy. You know, like... <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's a right? great term. Right. Barzy. He was a little handsy. He was a little This handsy. dude was just a little barzy. He was a little barzy, man. I could deal with it. He was raw. He was like very rhymey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Punchlines. And then as he got older, you can tell he got comfortable and just, he started writing from like his heart. And like a lot of his newer stuff is a little darker. Yeah. Um, But I like it. He's like a, a combination uh, between, fuck, who did I say the other day? And I was like, I got it. This is perfect for the podcast. Oh, yeah. We, I think we were eating the other day. And I was like, man, that is a weird combo. Yeah. Um, fuck. Um, golly. Anyway, it'll come to me. But, yeah, he's a combination of some, some odd folks. And it's like... Um, yeah, I can't wait to see more of what he has, like more of what he's got going on. I have more work. I want to hear yeah. more. Yeah. Now does is now I know how you feel about albums. Does he does is he an album guy? Does he have albums? Because I know he's produced stuff for people. That was my, that was kind of how I had I'd seen a couple of videos about mm -hmm. him more like in the beat land of things I'm as opposed sure to as a performer. Um, and just so you guys know, we don't we don't portray ourselves to be experts on everything and everybody. We're just here to give our biased opinion about things. And we're ignorant about a lot of things as well. So we're learning. And yeah, it's just stuff that kind of crossed my nostrils. I was like, you know, that what smells I mean? cool. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, find out about that. I'm not sure much. I'm not much sure about, um, Earl's production. Okay. At all. Um, but I, he, I, I wouldn't put it past him at all. He's a talented dude. He's a very smart guy. So, um, and also I know that he has a uh, radio show, uh, with knowledge, who's a, a very, 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 very dope producer. Um, probably one of my favorites right now. Do you know where the uh, where the radio show is at, or like what it's on? Is it like an internet radio, or is it like a right now? Because yeah, you didn't even mention that the other day. I did not I think, know he had that. That's dope. I think I meant I may have sent it to you. My bad if I didn't open that. I'm, no, that's cool. I'm you know playing. what I'm saying. I'm I may have sent it to you, but I more than likely didn't. Okay. So he's got a radio show cracking and Yeah, I'll find it right now. Um but uh yeah, man, uh, I'm Earl. I was just you know, I was knocking him, I was just feeling like that. You any know? any kinda... any uh tracks in particular that are like oh Cause, so something actually I did as you're thinking about that, something I did this week is I made an intro to Fashion um mixtape. Oh, yeah, uh, or rather it's not a mixtape, it's Who's a playlist. Fashion, Gamal? Uh, is fashion f-a-s-h-a-w-n indeed if you look back far enough in his catalog you'll find out why that's dope so basically he uses the letters in his name 
to frame around several different verses word and he crushes that word and that that was that's actually not on the playlist because i couldn't find it on youtube for some reason even though that's where i definitely saw it um but uh these are a list of tracks roughly in order of the ones like the ones that really stuck with me yeah it's roughly in the order that i heard them in as uh my old roommate gabe introduced shout out old roommate gabe mr yeah, you can look up the artillery concern. He has a dope fashion brand Word. that he's way modest about, and I don't understand it. But Word. like, they have a like a lookbook. I have to I have to send you a link to the lookbook. Um, they did the these. Is it four or six jackets that he did um, that are kind of just rad combinations of things you've seen? Yeah. In new, I mean, it's design. <laughs> it's, it's what you know in a new way. Um, Word. Yeah, and he he hustled hard to to put that together for sure to save the money to find the pat like he figured this all out himself which blows my mind you know what I mean because he was like I can't he's like I'm not a designer and I told him it doesn't matter <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying like you have vision man like yeah. for real and like when you go look up the artillery concern you will see precisely what I mean like I think came up with the camo got it printed out and everything like it's a custom camo like it's dope mm-hmm. um, but yeah he exposed me to a bunch of a bunch of stuff which is largely the inspiration for this show right. Um, but yeah, so I so this intro to fashion. So people always ask me, Fat Sean? No, Fashion, F A S H A W N. He got the name <laughs> of the loud girl in the cafeteria in high school. <laughs> For sure. Oh, and speaking of high school, uh, he's from Fresno. Fashion ass in there again, tripping, <laughs> wilding out again, hell of noise yet again. Go ahead. Predictable. My bad. Um, yeah, he's from Fresno, Dope MC, also from Fresno, Planet Asia, who I have to add to the potential guest list or hopeful guest list. Extra shout out to Fashion. If he's from Fresno and he can like rhyme and like be interesting, super shout out because ain't shit in Fresno. So shout that's, out. That's what I heard. But yeah, between him and Asia and um, what's the other guy? Graphic. Um, wow. Yeah. Kudos to them for getting up out of there, man. Yeah, they, they're doing it. Yeah. So Fashion's on Mass Appeal. Word. So, you know, he's, he's a big fan of Nas. As he should be, he understands respect. At, at, as I'm told, we all should be. Yeah. Um, we uh, just so and, we know, and everybody knows, Gamal is is a weirdo when it comes it, to that. And it's not that I'm not a fan. Man. I'm like, I get it. It just it He's doesn't smoke. Like Gamal we smoke crack. We were riding in the car the other day, and I was and I was saying I could tell it was blasphemy as it came out of my mouth. <sighs> but I was like, so I like Nick Grant a lot like a lot a lot like i like like nick grant and i like like fashion like they are amazing at spitting out raps like it blows my mind like i'm never not amazed and people have explained to me between you and gabe another friend of mine Aaron, he's like right but both but those dudes are directly like a direct descendant of Nas, and i'm like that's cool but just because like the sons are great doesn't mean i have to think the dad is awesome like just because i think lonzo ball is super nice doesn't mean that i have to think that his dad is like was an amazing athlete too. this is these are factuals these i'm are just sta- i mean standing on the shoulders of greatness i wouldn't i, I wouldn't begrudge them that i i can't be or, mad or at that the greatness that they're standing on i can't be mad at that it's just like i understand it intellectually but experientially i don't understand like mm-hmm. i don't ex- understand it as much but again right. i think it's highly contextual like i wasn't listening to nas in the 90s when i, I think maybe some of that had would have had more context for me and, and plus i'm from suburbia you know what i'm saying so which is to me is more reason for you to under, to know nas because that's those are the people who bought all those those all made, yeah those records right so you should know Nas. No excuses, Gamal. 
Okay, study. I yeah, you have to. So Jamal got dreads too. So it's like he he he, he's black. So there's no excuses. So it's a it's a challenge. It's an open challenge. I'll take the second half. The first half is you have to you have to put together the the ones I really should know. Right. I really need to know. Should really know these things. There was somebody the other day that you said, and I was like, oh, I gotta say something about that. That 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 I said someone was better than or no 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 or, no 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 you said you didn't I don't know anything about and I was like oh oh my gosh that just oh that's right talking. you did I do remember your we reaction over, we, we, went on, uh, we went to Big Al's donut hole that was closed wherever the place that was what was that Big Sam's or whatever Sam's Bakery oh yeah 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 ah uh, who was that I don't know it'll it'll, 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 it'll have come. to come back it'll to come us. to us we're old. Yeah, we're we are rapidly. It'll, it'll come to us. Just give me a minute. Just give us a minute. We'll get there. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, back to it. The um the radio show is called Stay Inside. Stay inside. That sounds. Stay inside. Not necessarily inclusive, but um, that's with okay. Earl Sweatshirt and knowledge. Knowledge is spelled with an X, not an O. By the way. Stay inside. I'm just making a note of that for the show notes. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I see it on YouTube, so you know YouTube I don't know work. where they exactly put it, but yeah. But shout out to those young guys, man. They're young, man. They're young. I'm I was, I'm guessing knowledge is no older than like 26, 27. Okay. I know Earl isn't older than like 23. Word. You know they're young guys, just- man. And they're doing it. And I'm that's, making a go of it. Yeah. You know, I, I always laugh. I think about it too. Like me at 23 or like 26, my mindset to, to like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would have been able to like really buckle down and, and say, okay, look, I'm responsible to get such and such amount of work done because there's, I have a fan base that's like requires this, requires this. And I also like, this is what I love to do. Yeah. So I'm disciplined enough to lock my ass in a room and, you know, write my rhymes or like make my beats. Yeah. That's impressive to me at that age, especially being young black men. Right. It's right. impressive it's to when, me because there's so many distractions. Yes. Right, so distractions. Who knows what, yeah, what your circumstances are that may pull you away from being on it. But very true. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think about myself at that age and I mean, I was just so like, was in grad school at 23 or something like that. So mm-hmm. it was very much a, a very professional orientation. Right. And, but within that, there was not a, sh- not really a shred of entrepreneurship or thinking of anything as crazy as, oh, I'm going to start a podcast or, right. oh, I will write rhymes and perform right. them on a stage in front of humans. Like right. none of those thoughts had crossed my mind yet. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it's impressive to see young guys doing, or young people, whoever, uh, doing, entrepreneurial things at that age when who knows what um either help or insight may have been lent to them to Mm -hmm. or if they just like nope just kind of figured it out by just doing it because i love it or because that's what started paying the bills or right but yeah i mean if someone could give me the blueprint to a being a better mc and b making money off of that uh my email address is the rhymers guild at gmail.com like please tell me because i'd love to dedicate more of my time to that i just don't I have no idea how that would make me money. By the way, we would love to have any of you young guys come on to these show and, you know, talk to us about your process, your process. Yeah. And, um, you know, 
shoot shit with us, man. And, you know, actually speaking of that, there's, there's an MC here in LA now uh, named Eric Jones, who I think is, is definitely pretty dope. And I was asking him about, we were just kind of happened to be talking about process one day. And I was mentioning to him that it's like, yeah, half the time or most of the time I hear, I'm listening to something and I hear a particular phrase and that just kicks off a whole waterfall of work. of ideas for how patterns work and mm-hmm. just in ways that I never thought of before. And that's pretty much what I'm doing when I'm writing, doing all this free writing stuff that makes not much sense to most people. Right. Um, but yeah, and he was kind of talking about his process and that he's, that's not at all how he thinks about it. You know what I mean? Like right. that, had, that hadn't even occurred to him. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I, so it's, so it's fascinating to me from a, as a creative professional that does freelance industrial design, most of the time, it's fascinating to me to see how people work. What is freelance industrial design, Gamal? Well, freelancing means I have clients, like I don't work for a company, like in an right. employed, I come here every day kind of way. Right. So, and then industrial design is like consumer product design. So nice. I've designed sh- shoes and uh, eyeglasses, sunglasses, bags and backpacks, watches, uh, jewelry, a lot more jewelry. Nice. I always say that funny. Jewelry. 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 It's a lot of syllables. It is. those W's and L's. I'm working on my diction. Actually, I've heard a lot of podcast hosts speak about how when they started their podcast, they just went into it. They just did it. And then over time, some of them said, well, I went and found kind of like a voice coach or a speaking coach just to help me. Yeah. Just clean it up, tighten it up. It's funny. I was listening. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me clear my voice. Yes. I was listening to the podcast the other day and I realized that I needed to clear my voice a little bit. And I said, hey, maybe I should speak a little bit clearly, more clearer, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I, yeah. And it's for me, I do video tutorials on uh, on occasion for, for design things. Right. And I enjoy that because I love doing 3D modeling. They're mostly about 3D modeling. Um, but through that process, I got to really get a lot more comfortable with the sound of my voice. So if there's anyone out there that's like, man, I would record stuff, but I hate how my voice sounds. I would tell you to accept your voice and to just record it anyway and just listen to it a bunch. And then yeah. it will stop sounding stupid to you. Very true. Because that's, that's pretty much one for one the experience I had. Very true. Like I could not stand it. Yeah. Because, you know, most people, when you hear yourself, you don't sound recorded like you sound to yourself just speaking. Very true. But it's interesting, too, that now I hear much more of that when I'm speaking. Like, yeah. I hear more of the recording sound. Right. So, it's like a return to unity. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. What's in your tape deck right now, Molly Mo? Um, so, actually, I kind of came back to a gentleman named G. Watts. G-E-E-W-A-T-T-S. He's from uh, Kansas City, I believe, Missouri. I assume not Kansas. Um, yeah, I just... I'm, oh, I heard him on a Kendrick track, Once Upon a Time, that I'd have to look the name up for. Um, it'll come to me in a second. But um, yeah, I just remember his, his, his verse being very clean. I really appreciated the cadence. Like, it wasn't... I didn't have to... I didn't struggle to understand anything. Right. Like, he had a, a very... Um, well, in this, in as much as it was very easy to understand, like an Andre-like quality, hmm. I've I've always thought he was very like his diction was very strong, and I I never had to guess at the words he was saying. Right. So that was something that that stands out to me about G Watts, but also that I mean he's I think he he either boxes or he used to box because um, he speaks about that sometimes. 
And um, yeah, I like that there's a lot of reminiscing about just kind of his, like I have a, a very generalized, but I think good sense of like who he is and like kind of where he's from. Mm-hmm. So I always, that's kind of one of the things like, so it's like he almost has a brand in a way to me in my head. Like it's, and so I can come back to it and like I, it has more context. Right. So uh, G Watts, I think is, is definitely a, a great MC. I'd, as ever, I have critique, uh, meaning that there's certain content, again, I can't relate to and I don't think is necessarily forwards us as, right. as, as artists or as, or as black people. And, and, and not, you know, I'm talking like 10% of it. Right. Again, it has to do with, with, the, with the women thing right. and other people's relationships and how we interact. Right. <laughs> I think there's a more respectful way than sleeping with other people's people very true unless that's the agreement but um it's usually never the agreement right right or i think i think people if people want that i think they're scared to talk about making that the agreement because it's perceived as well that's weird and rare right but like if that's what you want you should say that though or otherwise find someone that does you know what i'm saying um i'm trying to think of the name of his I'm, i'm trying to pull up his uh his whatchamacallits right now, his albums, because I'd like to say the names of them. But I think, yeah, um, but definitely on the, on the track that he's on with Kendrick. Um, talk for a second, Amir. Let me look that up. Okay, word. I'm sorry. I was just zoned out listening to... You talk about G. Watts. Watts Riots. Watts Riots. Watts Riot. It, and it's on, it's on two of their... Mix, well, both of their mixtapes. He has a, a mixtape called Watts Up. Um, <laughs> so he's not from he's you sure he's not from Watts? He's not from Watts. That I, sounds like I, an all out Watts. Thing. I was I was thinking about that obviously when I was, I was like, "Gee, Watts is he from Watts?" Watts up, Kansas City, as it turns out. All Watts Negroes are gonna love that. Yeah, but, you know um, the homie G Watts. He from here. G <laughs> um, Watts from here though. Oh, that's not how you spell mixtape. Yeah, I think What's Up was the one I heard first. And it's and actually some of the beats, I, li- I think a lot of his production is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, some they, There are certain tracks, or maybe a, a lot of it sort of sounds the same, but I but the ones that I like, I, I definitely can get into, for sure. Right. And even on the tracks where he doesn't have as much of the content that I'm interested in, I can. he's one that I really dig into on sort of cadence and flow and stuff like that. Word. Um, he has a lot of... I don't know what they're called, but when it's it's kind, it's not a perfect rhyme, but or it's like usually it's like a two syllable thing. Uh-huh. And it might be like same two syllables, like killing that, killing that for like say three or four in a row. And then the last one, it's just the second of the two. Mm-hmm. And I used to feel like I used to hate that. Versus now, after listening to him and who else does that all the time, Rhapsody, mm-hmm. it's like I can appreciate that now. Because in a way, I almost look at it as like they kind of shrug it off. Like I don't, I'm not a slave to the pattern. I got you know to listen to Rhapsody. I still haven't given Rhapsody a listen. Rhapsody, don't fight me. I, I could make it. I could easily make an intro to uh, intro to Rhapsody uh, playlist for next week. Let's do that. Let's do that. Because I mean, I've been meaning to kind of catalog this I feel anyway. Because I hear so many great things about you, Rhapsody, and I and I, yeah. Yeah, super, I mean, don't fade me, Rhapsody. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no need for a comeback track Please, to this. Don't diss record me. Don't diss track me, Rhapsody. <laughs> I actually rhyme. Don't diss track me, Rhapsody. Rhapsody. I'm asking, please. I'm asking, please. Don't clap at me. 
We family. We family. I'm speaking candidly. <laughs> play the yams, please. Stupid rhymes. Gee. I'll make you a pie. <laughs> but you know what I'll make, though, is a, is, a, is a pie of yams. Not bad, too. This dude can bake, man. I, I think one of my favorite texts, my favorite text for you might say something like, that's some good ass pie, nigga. <laughs> yeah, for real. That pie, though. <laughs> oh that's man, that pie! I think though. I laughed out loud at Some that. Good one. Ass pie, nigga. <laughs> that's that's another that's another family thing. Grandma passed the torch on that one. Much appreciated, Nana. G A P Gap, good at gapping. <laughs> good ass pie, knuckle. Um, so that's G Watts. Um, there's a tr- another track I think everybody should listen to um, by a tribe called Red, which I'm I'm unclear. Uh, precisely what that is let's talk about nick cannon okay <laughs> i'm kidding tribe called red yeah so it's man it's really hard to tell but it basically it's most deaf and another dude i do not know and when i say most deaf, i'm sorry i mean yasin bay and I, I think that matters to him that i we his mama the right. named him most deaf <laughs> i'm gonna call him most deaf <laughs> So yeah, I am I am highly unclear what the project is about. It seems to have something to do with perhaps with Native America. I don't know. I should read about it before I talk about it. That would be called being prepared. But there's um but yeah, the the particular track I believe is I think it's just called Red. Like capital R period, capital E period, capital I think D. I heard that. I know I sent that one to you by text. Um, it's oh. got like a real like heavy, yeah, that's heavy type beat. Um, yeah, and um, I'm trying to remember if Gabe. No, I didn't. Gabe didn't send that to me. I can't quite remember who sent that one to me. Um, but it was great. Yeah, it starts out with this like wide desert chat. It's a, it's a nice looking video if oh, you word. look it up on on uh, YouTube. Very cinematic. So I'm generally unfamiliar with what the project is, which means I'm going to go research that. Is the mighty most deaf in this? Yeah, yeah. In this video. Yep. Word. Yeah, he's got the first verse. How old is this video? I believe this is relative. I believe this is last year, published on August seventeenth, twenty sixteen. Oh, this I'm looking at Pitchfork's YouTube channel right now. Word up! They're not. They're like not letting him into the U.S. right now. Who's that? Most deaf. Is it, is it the travel ban thing or Something is it like that? Okay. It's that's uh, frustrating to put it mildly. I. I'm not an economist. I'm not one of the social scientist type folks that can tell you about immigration and all that sort of stuff. But, and so my view is probably highly oversimplified, but can't we all just get along? Can't we all just get along? Freaking out on each other about the wrong things. <sighs> but anyways, uh, a tribe called red and the music video or the video or the track rather is called red. Look that up. It's pretty great. We'll, we'll link that in the show. Copy paste for Rizzle. Um, back to the episode three notes. Any other guests you've thought of recently that we should definitely have on the show? Um, I feel like we should definitely have anybody who's willing to talk about some hip hop on this show and willing to challenge us with anything. Yeah. Um, or just but, like, why aren't these fools talking? Because like, like if, these... I feel like if I was listening to this show and like I and someone hadn't been mentioning Fashion or like mm-hmm. you know or King Veda, I think that was on last episode where people were like who you know what I mean? Like I would, 
I would be the dude probably emailing into the show like, why aren't you talking about this person? Ooh, they they are, are amazing. Be, yeah. You clowns. Very true. Um, so yeah, if you feel like that, about not about what we're saying, but you have a lot to contribute like that, please email us. I'd love to have a guy like Anderson Pack on here. Okay. Because he sings, but he like he clearly raps. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can tell he goes through the same kind of process when he raps. I mean, when he writes, um, just based off of how he like puts emphasis on certain words. Mm-hmm. Like he has a song... Um, I guess he has a small group, uh, not a small group, I'm sorry, guys. He has a group with knowledge called No Worries. And they have a song called Best One. And there's a lyric where he, um, there's a line where he says, um, you used to work the small forward, now you're working corporate, dipping in the sports whip. And the way he says it is like, man, you, there's, you must rap. You rap. Yeah. And, but he was singing. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I'd love to have Anderson on here, man, and talk yeah. to him. That's cool. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that, too. There's There have been things that I've... Plus, I respect his grind. Where? <laughs> and work. There are things that I've written where, like, as I'm kind of practicing them, which is unfortunately rare how how often I practice things, but um, where I, it occurred to me, is like, oh, I could almost, like, sing this. So it's like I, I definitely understand what you're saying, where some stuff, when it's written, it really is, like, much more in a it's in a cadence where like it really does work either right. way and it you just happen to be singing you happen to be speaking very true um i have a question i was driving here today yeah and um and i was playing i was listening to some old school shit i listened to uh shook ones okay um and i was listening to uh that beat forever triumph uh-huh. uh, by the wu-tang clan and i came to the realization that i was just in a hollering ass mood because it was like those are tracks that you cannot just recite. You gotta you holler them holler. tricks. You know what I'm saying? You gotta holler <laughs> when you see it. Like when Shook ones come on, you not you never say like, you know, you heard of us official Queensbridge murderers. You don't just say it like that. You scream that shit in the car, you driving. <laughs> right. What? You just a shook one. I know I'm screaming triumph lyrics to the top of my lungs. Socrates <laughs> philosophies, I bought the seas. They ain't kidding me. So my question to you is, yeah. what's your holler tracks? Oh, my holler tracks. Mm. Tracks that you hollering when you're on the freeway, the highway, as you East Coast niggas say. <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> whatever. What's, what tracks huh. is getting you amped up? And I'm not talking about MOP. That gets everybody yeah, amped up. Yeah, that's universal hype. That'll amp the Dalai Lama up. <laughs> there, are so many, there are so many great videos that we could shoot based off of things that we say. Like, if we could get the Dalai Lama hype to MOP. <laughs> to get the Dalai Lama hype, boy. Viral. For real. <laughs> that would go viral quickly. Stay one. Some of my hype tracks, I'm just going through. Okay, so. Um, maybe maybe I'm different. Oh, the, okay. Pass something good. It's not this track in particular, but uh, I, I listened to Prime a lot when that album first came out mm-hmm. with, uh, with Royce and Primo and like. Uh, there's a, there's a chat called currency on, um, courtesy, not currency, courtesy. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a, a shouty track for me. That's like, Shout my, out that's, to Royce. that's my power, that's some power music. That's my power zone. Yeah. Or, or pretty much, e- pretty much everything on bar exam power too. Music? Yeah. It's my it's power your... music. I would jog to that. <laughs> it's my power. Yog, soft J. <laughs> Yogging. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm jogging softly. Trust me. There are no records set uh, uh, uh. when I do that. Um, oh, another, actually, a recent one. I, 
oh, it's kind of playing right now. Sorry. We'll lace that over maybe if we figure that out. Uh, Nick Grant has a track called Bouncing, mm-hmm. which is a a very, um, man, my terminology is weak. But to me, I, I, I put this in that it sounds like things I would almost never listen to. Word. And as much as it has, I actually think the beat's kind of cool. It's kind of this gloomy, slow beat, but it has a very... Um, like his tone sounds like I like I'm I just killed you or I'm about to kill you, like <laughs> That's it, funny. like no apologies type of tone. Right, he's um, unapologetics. Almost almost trappy, I guess you could say. Or I sent that to my buddy Charles. I was telling you about. Whereas like yeah, and he loves trap music despite nothing wrong with every, trap music. Kamal's a hater. I man. would hashtag that not for me. Kamal's a hater. Can't get into it. Nothing haven't wrong found with trap. Haven't found a way in yet. Perhaps there is a secret hidden door. There's we'll some trap it. cats out there with some lyrics. Maybe you just gotta you just gotta understand. You just gotta understand the terminologies. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think and I think that's it because there's there are a few tracks I have uh, liked in my super long like list on SoundCloud. How do you feel about Two Chains? I got nothing. I mean, I I'm ignorant because I've largely abstained because I think the first few things I heard is like a style thing where I could not I couldn't get past a certain point. I had to switch it. So okay, so what's a what's a what's a great two chains track? Where, um, you, where you know what? Like, like I, I just deep side because like two a, chain is like two chain. You gotta say two chain. You can't say two chains. It's not. It is plural. It does have a Z, but it's a. You just the way you say it. When you listen to two chain, <laughs> you must take into uh, consideration that I don't think two chain is two chains is like the greatest lyricist he is like good with the pen yeah uh especially with what his content is okay um so when i listen to him i just give him you know he he gets you amped up he makes a certain you know for a certain type of crowd um so i like him and plus he's a smart guy he seems to be you know pretty business savvy yeah so i like him so how do you feel about as you can tell, we go straight stream of consciousness on Word. this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just, it's the most authentic. It's how we do it. And so when there is someone that has a, a particular stage persona, perhaps a character versus, you know, off stage or just in an interview, they're like a completely different person. So they're basically, or to some extent, they're doing a character. When, like, when does that work for you? When doesn't that work for you? It depends. Um, if you have a character bit, like, I don't know. I've, I used to think that DMX wasn't the way he was off stage, but he was. But if he wasn't, I don't think I'd be upset with that. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, just you can do all that on stage. Uh, or ODB, the same kind of thing. You know, he was the same both on and off stage. So it depends on who it is. Um I don't know. It doesn't bother me if you have like a, a an act, right? Um, as long as you, if you're the one writing your rhymes, right? Then it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that the other day, and or mostly writing your rhymes because everybody I feel like is influenced. So. Well, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it. Like, there's there's certain again, and I, maybe it's just about relationship, but there's certain types of characters or portrayals of something on stage that. For me, it just it, I can't relate to it. Yeah. So, like, let's say it's something negative, but like I could relate to it. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's relationship there, and that's what we're after here. But um, I think a lot of times, stuff something might be uh, sort of a negative type of subject matter, 
and it's like and because i can't relate to it, it's like there's just no way for me to plug into that at all right. versus like you know for you know doom obviously pretty much a character on stage i mean I'm, who knows what he's like in real life but i assume not like right what's on the mic right and so but you know I, there for me it's like i can plug into artistic parts of that or the or what i see is artistic parts of that and so i have no problem with it yeah so but I, I would say the reason I guess I asked that question is I think for a long time it didn't, I don't think it had occurred to me, maybe because I'm that authentic, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that this this is an act for people. Like right. I, it hadn't even occurred to me. Yeah. And certainly when I first started listening to hip hop in like probably in high school or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Way after everybody else got started. School. Why so late? I was listening to a lot of Nirvana. Oh, uh, I got you. So you were a... Um, I was following uh, my best friend Nick on... Um, you were a grunge on the, guy. Uh, on the, yeah, on the Metallica. He got me into Metallica. So, yeah, that's that's what was keeping me away for so long. Satan. They don't rap. They rap. <laughs> that's the mixtape we have to sponsor is Metallica raps. Right. No. Um, no, I know they don't. I like Metallica. Yeah, I, I, I can't name one song. Enter Sandman. That's that's a popular one. Sweet. Um, no, I, I I always I could Guns get into their. I, I could get. <laughs> that's a band. Um, uh, that's not a. That's not damn. a song. Damn. Damn it all. <laughs> no, that's a. Um, I could I could get into that music. Like it sounded so different from what I considered to be heavy metal because it's like I could. It wasn't just noise. Like it wasn't one big ass sound. Right. Like I could hear guitar. I could hear drums. I could hear vocals. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I could understand. And specifically, I could understand what uh, what, what the lead singer is saying. So, but uh, yeah, that's. I think the first thing I had was like I don't know. I remember there's some Busta Rhymes albums back then. Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of Mace. You could ask all my friends in oh, high man. school. That so, Mace Puff Daddy thing. Oh, so listen, wow. ninety seven. I was way into that. Ninety seven Mace. Ninety six, ninety seven Mace was definitely the greatest rapper. Yeah. To I, ever grace any kind of booth, you couldn't tell me Mace was not the greatest rapper. I think I think I was probably in the same in a similar boat because I, I I think I had like reasonable doubt before that. Yeah. But and I liked it, right. but I did not understand it the way I understand that album now from a, just from a technical standpoint. And I would have said, like, yeah, Mace is hands down the greatest rapper. I based Mace's greatness just merely off of Feel So Good. Okay. Just just that one track, I was like, I heard that and was like, he's the best rapper ever. (laughs) He, listen, Mace, Mace was the shit, man. And then I heard the whole album was like, okay, this is pretty good. Then I heard his second joint and was like, Mace never rap. Just stop, man. Then he started preaching. Yeah. Jesus. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> transformation. We all go through that transformation here. R.I.P. Mace. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah. Word. He was the greatest rapper then, to me at least. Yeah, I think that was one of the first places I, I think I started to understand just various technical things about MCing that I would have had no way right. of understanding before then. Like, it all became clear. Me, it didn't get clear for me until clearly not then because, like I said, I based it off of "Feels So Good," so it was just like, "Oh, it was great because "Feels So Good" was not like the greatest lyrically." And I actually, I remember looking it up and being surprised that he did not write it. Oh, who wrote it? I don't. Somebody else. I just saw different names on there. Okay. As a realize. kid, I remember going like, 
he didn't write that um it didn't really click for me that lyrically you have to be like yo it's about that cadence and it's about your rhyme scheme until like high school and i heard uh the blueprint i was listening to hip-hop before but i really dove into the blueprint and it was just like arresting was, man it was a uh a fresher breath air <laughs> a, a fresh i mean a breath a breath of fresh air it was uh yeah that was when it all clicked for me then especially uh ain't no love and all that stuff and then the, the uh, renegade renegade to me was okay um because i'm not an eminem stan so. had to hustle Back, Back to, to the, the wall, wall Ashley Knuckles. Knuckles. Yeah, I'll never forget that one. That's yeah. one of my favorite Jay-Z lines. Which sounds like um, Eminem wrote it. <laughs> it does. That whole that whole verse sounds like it. By the way, I'm not an Eminem stan at all. I know you are. No. You're not an Eminem stan? You think he's young? Mm. I think Eminem is a great rapper, rhymer. He just doesn't make good music. Yeah, I think this. I think I definitely remember liking that first album quite a lot, um, but then it kind of lost me on the second one, and I definitely don't know what any of them are called after that, or and certainly don't really know what the tracks are. But I, yeah, from a, I, I just saw a, a video recently of him standing in an old amphitheater, something probably somewhere in Detroit. I'm pretty sure that was Royce in the video with him, and it was just him. I think the title of the video is like, "This is why." MCs don't fuck with Eminem or something like that. Right. And like, I mean, he's just going in and like, to me, that's really, that's my sweet spot for him. Like, I just want to hear, I don't need to beat at all because he has right. enough um, ti- timing and everything he says that it was just great. I mean, he was killing that. Which to me is kind of whack. It's like, <laughs> that's Which is why we do this podcast, me, people. It's whack to me because it's like, you're the only rapper out here and like you are a dope rapper you you have the the content you have the skill set to be in somebody's top five top ten not mine but you <laughs> definitely have that i just don't understand why you have to not like okay i'm the only one drop the beat i'm gonna go out here and do some some crazy rhymes silent you know with silence in the background right and it's like okay man it's kind of annoying everybody rapped on this goddamn beat why you gotta stop it oh because right. you're eminem because <laughs> you're going to talk about cutting somebody's head off and making them kiss llamas and rhyming on time with Obama. <laughs> you know, so like, I don't know. Does it just, it's, so does it feel I like... I um, the top of the dome, by the way. I'm kind of impressed with my little Eminem. That was pretty good right there. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was... <laughs> but yeah, man. And I, I'm kind of, it makes me feel like, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think why why I like that so much versus why I would need that produced in in the context of an album or or you know like why that matter why that's so different. I think I just and again I as someone that has never really sat down to really practice any particular piece and to hone it in. Right. I guess I'm just in this stage of like I just write every day. Word. Just still discovering patterns, finding new things, you know. And so t- I guess to me, that's just a lot of inspiration because that just feels like, it feels like a sketchbook. What I'm hearing feels right. like a sketchbook and that's kind of just what I do right now. Yeah. Cause I kind of, cause I don't know how to do anything more polished than that yet. You just got to do more than just rhyme though. You know what I mean? At least uh, you just got to be bigger than just rhyme schemes and patterns. I, if you're going to be an artist mm-hmm. as a whole, you're considered an artist, you're signed to a label to make records, um, make good records. And I feel like most of what you put out is 
is biased because you have a big name behind you, just like Beyonce in my eyes. And there's so many people that'd be ready to kill me because Beyonce is dumb talented. I just, no matter what, she can put out an album of her farting on a track and everybody would buy it and say it's the best thing ever since right. sliced It's the most bread. innovative because it's oh, not even music right? she's or whatever. Just, oh, right. she's just flatulating on, on you hoes. <laughs> you know, right, so right, right. it would just, I just think there's... So just on, on name, cred alone, you get... Yeah. A, yeah, pass, maybe, maybe these guys, guys like that to me that have nothing to prove. Eminem really doesn't have anything to prove. Right, um, should create albums under aliases and just put them out there and see what people really think of you. Right, and so and don't you know make it sound a little bit different than you. You can do that. I know you're good enough to do that. Right, right, and see what people really think of you, rather than just saying oh, I'm, I'm gonna keep putting on st- putting stuff out under this Eminem steamboat. Right. It's going to be great. It's going to go four times platinum. Right. And it's going to be unbiased because everybody's going to say, well, it went four times platinum. But it's like, yeah, but it sounded like shit. Right. Yeah, I just was not. I could not do it. Right. Somebody argued with me that Jay-Z's Blueprint 3 was great. And I was like, are you, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it was not a great album. It was It was okay. It was just something like, oh, I'll put this out. It's an art piece. You know, I, I make money now, so I, I don't have to, <laughs> you know, just put a little something out there for, for the people. The game has changed. It, it, it's a little different now. It's, it's just, it just feels different. It's <laughs> 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 <Sha> boy. <laughs> Stupid, man. Stupid. But yeah, man, I just, I feel like guys like that should have more of a challenge, you know, and I... Yeah, or yeah, yeah you want to see you want to see like exp- or at least exploration in like a new direction that you you do find compelling, right? Yeah, or yeah. I just maybe like get some steam based off of like actually doing something good than just being popular. Right, I see what you're saying. You know, I of feel course, like I mean, Eminem is more popular because he's a white guy with a cool rhyme scheme than like just oh yo he's the dopest rapper like yeah he can rhyme but like i haven't heard a dope song from him since like i really liked superman Mm -hmm. that was a tight song to me but i haven't heard like a dope most of his stuff sounds like dismal Mm -hmm. you know going going into the the thing about dismalness i think that's a thing for me too like where you know art imitates life and vice versa so then I wonder, like you were saying about how Beyonce, you know, could drop a fart album and it's good to go. I, I've said a similar thing about Jay-Z and that he could drop like a Christmas album and go quadra platinum or something Absolutely. like that. It seems like because he's so popular. Right. And which, and so. Maybe I, not so much now, but yeah. Right. And, and I think the point I was, the larger point I was making when I would say that to people is that, so I don't understand why, if he, why he doesn't use his popularity in this uh, from a tone of like a dead prez where it's like, hey, or like a Tupac where it's like, hey, let's start the revolution here real quick mm-hmm. because, you know, and people listen to him and right. and not even like we need, and I mean, please, we don't need people riding the streets. <laughs> Good grief. Um, <laughs> demonstrating is cool, but don't riot or destroy things, please. But, Straight up. Um, but like to to use that that big voice to to point people in a useful direction Word. for for everyone for for themselves and for everyone you know what yeah. i mean uh, that's that's the thing i mean that's the only reason why i aspire to be fabulously wealthy is to use that resource to do good i don't yeah. just want to be rich i want to be able to change communities and things. i just want to be rich that's fair 
I mean, yeah, to each to each their own. I give some <laughs> back because I'm sure I feel guilty, but I just want to be rich. You know what I mean? And I, but that, but my, what I, I think you'll get tired. Not tired of being. I don't think you get tired of being rich, but like that won't be a, that won't be like the thing to overcome. You know what I'm saying? Right. I hear you. And then you'd be like, well, do something. I can do something with it. I'll give back, but I'm sure it'll be out of guilt. Though it'll be like, you know, I uh, I understand. I was once one of those Compton kids. I guess I'll give something back. I don't believe that for a second in there. <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. You shouldn't, man. I'm, 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 you shouldn't. I have a heart of gold, guys. Heart of gold. And what, are, when are you, when you on a mic next, though, besides this mic? You know, um, I, might, I might go do some comedy Wednesday. I'm trying to get back consistent with this stuff, guys. It's been tough. It's been really tough since my yep. dad passed, and I've been trying to, like, get get back to getting in my groove with everything yeah so but doing this is actually helping me yeah same same i look forward to it for sure i plan to get on the mic uh wednesday at delicious vinyl they have an open mic oh that's right that's the one you you mentioned to me last week where is that again it's um i think it's on sunset yeah it's on i don't know the cross street it's it's on sunset it's at the old delicious vinyl record store okay Uh, and they turned it into a pizza shop sorry just nice. you know, keep it open. Keep is it the, any kind of open mic, or is it? You no, must, it's comedy. You, you open must mic. be funny. You gotta be have some jokes, even if mm. they're bad. Okay, you got some jokes. Not really, but I could probably write a funny rhyme though. That's funny. That's funny. I will. I will. I can come in and be the dude with the sh- with that stupid shtick. You might mess around and get all the laughs in there, and I'll get on. <laughs> I'll get on the mic and be all serious, like, "Hey guys, pineapples are spiky." <laughs> And no laughs. And I'll just come in and say, even the vegans go ham. Drop the ah! mic. That's all they needed. Ah! Everybody <laughs> screams, runs out, place explodes. I got body doubles and everything ready because it's like that. Boom. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Wednesday, man. I think that's at 8 o'clock. Delicious vinyl eight on o'clock. Sunset. And that's in Los Angeles, California, a.k.a. Hollywoods. Sunny CA. All day. Yeah. But um, I yeah. think I think I'm. I may. Uh, what week is this? The third week of the month. Would this, this is be the, the third day, Tuesday, rather. I think this or is the second we week a, of this month. Okay, so it's not third. So yeah, the Poetry Lounge has their third week of the month. Is the um, is the slam version of that, which I oh, is not for no. me. No, I mean, yay. <laughs> so you know you it's the kind of thing that, so there's no second half because you right. know i'm trying to get up there and do one piece and be out but um it's you know you show up and you have probably have three pieces you probably practice them so those are i failed both of those criteria right. and um so yeah i don't go the third week so i usually go the first or second or yeah. fourth but um yeah so i guess i can go to that this week as well as flight school on wednesday nice i always enjoy that that's i'll uh, Hollywood to West Adams. Hmm. I mean, that one, it kind of starts late anyway. So if I could get on or how's, how's the sign up at, um, at delicious? Have you, you've been to this one or like you've heard about this one? You talking about the poetry lounge? No, no, no. At, at delicious vinyl. The sign I've been there once. The sign up didn't seem to be too crazy. It wasn't like stressful or, but I know that in Hollywood, things like that pick up because it was a good open mic. Okay. okay. So this Who week knows? it'll probably be a little bit more people. Okay. So I'm gonna get there like around seven okay okay so yeah i mean yeah we might have to roll to that see if we both get on that list where i'll just prepare a funny rhyme or i'll think it's funny 
I mean, that's how jokes are. I mean, you think it's funny, think so it's you funny. said it. Hey, there and it is. You, and you hope for the best. There it is. Um, and, and you learn. Mm-hmm. And then you learn. Um, You're going to learn today. Yeah. Because we're handing out lessons from the crowd. Qu- very quiet lessons. Right. Um, yeah, so I might try to hit flight school after that, do a, um, a double header. Right. I've only pulled off a double header of open micing twice in the past. Really? It was cool, though. It was cool. Nothing, and I read different poems. I didn't just go and read it again. I've done it twice, once or twice. It's not bad. It's, it's, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and one last question. So you've heard a couple of pieces that I've read, like the some of yeah. the youtube things. What is your critique for me? Because this is something I was going to and probably still ask some of the folks that I know at the Poetry Lounge that just, they perform and they practice and they have, you know, they have techniques for these things. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get better as an MC. I think a lot of my, I think a lot of my sort of deadpanness or just yeah. lack of emphasis uh-huh. is is just generally fear, Word. because I think it's gonna, I think that will sound different to me than I sound to myself in everyday life. Yeah, I was just. Gonna I don't try to reconcile those things. I was just gonna say, just be more comfortable. That's all. Once you get more comfortable, then you can elaborate a little bit more, because I I feel like you can be a little even. Toned. Yeah, but once you get more comfortable on stage and comfortable with performing your work which is really difficult to do in front of people to like perform what you wrote down right right in front of folks um once you get more comfortable with that then yeah it it just feels yeah that's all it feels better that's most with anybody that's on the mic with anybody doing anything everybody that's listening as soon as you get more comfortable with being on stage or in front of folks and speaking on a mic your stuff is better yeah I, the other thing too I've noticed is like I I'm not a huge fan of using a microphone at an open mic. Like I'd ra- I'd much rather <clears throat> stand on stage and belt it out because I feel like I feel like that has doing that for a while has helped just my projection in general. Right. But um, I feel like I need to learn to to work with the mic more uh, mm. to embrace the mic. Embrace the mic, man. More Don't hold it here. funny like Joe Budden. <laughs> What video is uh, some some cipher video, right? Where he's kind of he's holding it just. He's, it's most like a, videos that like he's wrap around. Most videos that he's in, he holds it like that. Does he? he okay. just holds it I don't different. think I'd ever noticed him holding a mic before. That you know they're mic'd up differently, but yeah, it was. <laughs> he holds it different. Yeah, it's like a you can see like kind of his like the back side or the upper side of his wrist from the front. So yeah. like that's how far he's wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm still working on my mic grip. I don't. Mic grip. I don't have a standard for that because half the time it's on a mic stand, which is its own right. ball of wax. Which is weird. Like if you're a comedian and you leave the mic on the mic stand, I always look at you kind of funny. Like grab, pick like, up take the goddamn mic. Yeah, like rap, do the rap thing. All of that shit. Or, or do not rap. Like kick the damn speaking stand but. down if you have to. All of it is just, just take the mic off the the thing. Let's see here. I got something here. What's that? Um, I was thinking about maybe I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know, man. Finish your thought. I was thinking maybe uh, I tell you a joke. Do it. All right. If you think you're funny. I mean, I just you know. I, I... Do it. All right. That's that's how that's yes. Okay, that's so how check we grow. It I'm here. I'm here to push for men to go to the movies together more often. Here's why. 
because we always make the announcement of movies we want to see to each other. But after we say it, there's this awkward silence like, <laughs> I want to see this movie, but I want to ask this grown-ass man to go see it with me. Like, we should just make that more, we should be comfortable enough, we should finesse each other enough to just be open and say, hey man, I want to go to the movies with you, dog. But it's such a soft thing to do. Right. That's my Or per- perceived as such. Perceived as such a soft thing to do. Most everybody, most men would be like, I'm not going to ask that man to go to the goddamn movies. Right. Right. Crazy. But, yeah. I, th- I think... I'm I, hilarious. Go I, buy my fucking comedies. <laughs> I think I think I think there is a joke in there because it's real. That's that's a, that's a. It's These a, are all it's a ideas, right? It's all it's all sketches out here, people. When I write, we're working through them. When I write stuff down as like my jokes and stuff like that, I just write ideas down. I literally just read what I wrote down. Right, right, right. So right. like I have some more. Yeah, you mind if yeah, I? Yeah, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so. I had this thing. A friend of mine was on Facebook talking about making moves like a boss. So I said, you know, I always got to go to make sure that these said moves are actually boss moves (laughs) and not like shift lead moves. Because a lot of times they're just more like shift lead moves. You know what I mean? Like you're taking out the trash. Shift leads do that, bro. That's that's something normal. Right. You take the trash out every day. Uh, You take care of your child. Good for fucking you. Right supposed to take care of your child in the description not to not making boss moves bro that's shift lead moves right <laughs> you know yeah yeah but yeah that's what i that's a joke there that's actually a joke that i've told marty's um i've told that joke at a few places marty's i told it at shanghai it's on fairfax okay yeah word no Genghis khan man that was racist was that i said shanghai gang oh. <laughs> is called Genghis khan damn i feel bad I wouldn't. I don't think I'd feel bad about that one. No. No. Okay. Cool. I don't. I don't. I, still I wouldn't consider that to be. And I'm gonna close off with this one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe in God, but I also believe in four mutant turtles and a rat who taught them ninjutsu that live in the sewers of New York City and prevent Shredder's master takeover of the world. Boom. Boom. Silence. It's true. <laughs> It's true. It's the truth. I, I think. Man. I think. I think that one just needs like a lead in because to to help people get them in the in the in the mindset of like we're talking about things we're about to believe in. Right. These like, are just like I said. Too. These are just thoughts. <laughs> these are just so, thoughts. Just a little note. Add lead in. I'm just. Yeah, I always actually. Write you know what? Down. Speaking of of like notes and stuff like that on 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 rhymes now when I I know I'm like oh this is the one I'm gonna read tonight or perform tonight I uh, I. It occurred to me that people that get better responses, it's because you're creating context around the thing. And those are almost always the people that get up and just, they just kind of talk for 10, 20 right. seconds first. So that this isn't just like, hi, my name's Cabal. Rhymes. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you know, because I mean, that works for people that have seen me like staff knows me but or whatever. But if you was in New York, that would just full on work. It, All rhymes, no hook. Right, right. Yeah, you can you can just kind of yeah like when I went to the, the to the uh, New Yorkian, did I talk about that on you an said episode? New Yorkian. I'm sorry. No, I thought you did. <laughs> At the New Yorkian, what niggas reading? No, no, I'm sorry. Not not that. Not that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a very uh, 
different experience than going to the poetry lounge here in LA in as much as it, and it was a slam night. So like the hype Word. night and getting on the list was, it was like over there on a music stand. Like there wasn't a crowd of people. There wasn't shouts and pens thrown. And, you know what I mean? Like it was none right. of that. It was just easy. They're like, Oh yeah, it's right over there. Just go sign up. That's what's up. It's super easy. And, and you know, a lot of folks stood up and didn't have uh there was no intro. They would just say hi, man, and they would just go into it, and right, and they were going in. Word, well practiced, yeah, and and well crafted too, huh? Word, yeah. Um, yeah, one twelve. Wow, yo, there's some podcasts that are long though. Like, I know, I've like seen the Rich a Roll podcast is often like two and a half hours, That's three ridiculous. hours. Like it's like it's a long form. He always uses that word. It's a long form podcast we just kind of go if you're which not into cool. that don't listen you know what i which mean like cool. i'm not we're gonna do what we're doing <clears throat> and guys we're like you said, we're, we're trying to figure this out yeah so we're just going sometimes so yeah but um um one last thing i wanted to throw in i know i've already said that my mom does that to me sometimes and i love her so much yeah but sometimes she's like oh that's all that's happening around here oh and and just go right and back into 12 something else. things and another 12 things moms moms that's a mom thing yeah. You can't be a good mom unless you do that. Right. That's a, it's a mark of a good mom, right. probably. And I'm looking at it wrong. Right. This is often the case in Absolutely. my life. Uh, so <laughs> we wanted to talk about RatPad. Word. Which is a, how would I describe it? It's a, it's a website. RatPad.co. Not .com. .co. Probably because com is taken. Word. Almost certainly. So once upon a time, I discovered this. I was probably trying to find another app or whatever to write in as I'd been changing them around a bunch and I came across this rat pad thing. I was like, okay, it's specifically for that. Let's mm. try it out. Um, what I thought was cool about it at the time in their app, you could, you could like an option was to write things down almost like a notepad. And I think as sophisticated as it was then was it would just give you a grade or that's all I remember. It would give you a grade. And I was pretty stoked because the first and only rhyme I have up there, I got an A minus on word. Um, I felt, I felt pretty confident, not confident, but I felt good definitely a, a a punch of dopamine in right. my brain that was cool um, but now it has there are lots of things you can battle on there there's like beats i think you can record yourself freestyling probably you can upload that Word. there's a cipher function Word. um so and even their app it wasn't working on amir's phone he has a, a the big one the 6s plus xl plus. squared yeah the uh the Infinity. board that jack and uh, rose were on titanic <laughs> it's that size it's that joint um, I just have a, an iPhone 6s, and so the more regular size screen. And basically, it'll it'll just start playing a beat, and it'll show you probably 16 or 12 uh, words that all are kind of slant rhymes. And it's even in just a couple minutes since I've been back in this app, just a couple minutes I was looking at it, I thought it was dope because I was like, oh, this would absolutely help me right. practice. Like this would motivate me to help me. It's like I don't have to find a beat. Mm. And you can tell it what sort of style of beat or beats you like. If you're like into the Southern stuff, or you're into West Coast, if you're into old stuff, new stuff, whatever. So I think that's kind of cool. So it's a very uh, low investment kind of way to just kind of inspire yourself to practice or to, to get yourself to practice Sweet. and it's like throwing you words like one of my first things i loved about eminem was i heard something on the radio where someone's just throwing him words mm -hmm. and he just had to rhyme with it yeah i heard that before uh, it's pretty cool yeah like so that was cool and you know we do that kind of half the time when we're being silly bet you couldn't make that into a good song though i mean if he if he looked long he could <sighs> he that don't make good songs maybe not <laughs> He but rhymed good. He rhymed good. 
Um, but check out Ratpad. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, my username up there is Paragraph Addict. I will change that to Gamal.Rhymes, like my Instagram handle, um, pretty soon. But that's how long I have been back on the on the thing. But I think it's cool. I think, and yeah, they have, it looks like they have more analysis of what your rhyme is. And you can go into what they call the blueprint. It'll kind of show you, it'll highlight some of the stuff that rhymes. Um, it gives you, tells you your profanity percentage, your slang percentage, unique words. I was pretty proud about that, 84.9%. Wow. It was rhyming in a cloud somewhere apparently that day. Wow. Um, syllables, rhyme syllables per line. So a lot of, a lot of interesting ways of looking at your art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or look, looking at what you're writing. So um, if you're an analytical person, check out RatPad. I thought it was kind of cool. Sweet. So, and I'm going to try to maybe put more stuff into that and just, actually the other thing I want to do is put more um, stuff like verses that I love, like I super duper love and just kind of see how it looks at those. Word. And see if that helps me look at those verses differently. If there's more stuff saying. I can learn from that. So yep. RatPad, check that out. Um, well, all right. All right. That feels that feels like an episode. That feels like a natural stopping point. I feel like that as well. 